What's up, everybody? I'm David Hain, and I'd like to welcome you to episode 42 of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast. I'd like to give a big shout out to our listeners from Boise and Meridian, Idaho. Thanks for listening, guys. If you'd like one-on-one counseling, or if you want to start or join an online group using the From A to D curriculum and podcasts, go to my website, www.fromatod.org, and click on the contact page, or leave me a message on Anchor. We'll get into this episode entitled, I Need to Escape My Reality, when we come back. Welcome back. Let's start this episode by looking at what addicts say about the need to escape reality. As I've worked with addicts over the years, I've heard many comments and statements about escaping again and again. I hear things like, I still need to escape every now and then, even though my escape no longer provides comfort. It just provides escape. Or I hear, how do I find alternative healthy escapes? When I go to places that others find escape or rest or relaxation, I still get those looks. What do I do when I feel like an outsider and I know that I don't fit in? How do I handle normal everyday questions like, what do you do for a living? How do I escape that? You see, knowing what we have done in our addiction hurts. Remembering the pain and suffering that we have caused others makes it difficult to ever face them again. So how do we escape these thoughts? How do we stop looking back and learn to forgive ourselves so we can look forward? Maybe... We just need to enjoy reality more and find healthy escapes. Actor and daughter of Charlie Chaplin, Jerry Chaplin, said this, Drugs are marvelous if you want to escape, but reality is so rich. Why escape? That's deep if you think about it. So let's take a closer look at what escape really means. According to the American Psychology Association Dictionary, the definition of escape from reality is, quote, a defensive reaction involving the use of fantasy as a means of avoiding conflicts and problems of daily living. You see, life can be full of stress, hardships, and anxiety. Sometimes it can be a roller coaster ride And it actually can be a good thing to be able to just step back from our situations and circumstances that are bouncing around in our mind. That's why some people read books. They've found a way to vicariously travel to faraway lands. It's also one of the reasons why sci-fi movies are so popular. They stir our imagination to experience life in another world. My premise is that escape can be a positive thing, not simply 
an avoidance of dealing with reality. So let's look at a more positive definition for escape. I'd like to define it as an intentional, momentary detachment or distraction from our real-world situation. For many of us, escape can be the same thing as mindfulness. It can be that time that we take a moment to reflect on what's going on. It can be a contemplative time or a quiet time. Sometimes it can be that much needed distraction where we don't need to process anything. We simply need to clear our mind of the clutter and confusion. And once the clutter is cleared away, we can return to a time of mindfulness where we can process our situation and circumstances. However, for addicts, escape is almost always avoidance. Escape for addicts is a time to numb the emotional pain, to numb all feelings and sensations, and possibly to stay in a state of fantasy, which we prefer over our reality. And our drug of choice is so good at numbing our feelings. It becomes the perfect escape. A huge consequence, though, is that often addicts can lose their ability to find their way back to reality. Think about that. Losing your way to find your way back to reality. This can also be true for a non-addict. You know, all the things going on around us can get us to the point where we just want to scream. I remember the song from when I was in college by the animals and we would scream out our windows, we've got to get out of this place. You know, that time when you just need to find some way to let out your feelings and emotions and frustrations. Sometimes we just need to escape from all the voices of friends and family telling us what they think we should be doing or what they think we should be thinking. Whew. So how can you check if your escape is healthy or not? Well, ask yourself this question. What's the focus or the purpose for your distraction? It's healthy if your focus is to allow you a space to be able to recenter. It's unhealthy if the purpose of your escape is to numb yourself so you don't have to face your reality that you're unwilling to accept. So what's really key to understand as you is this. Are you trying to avoid spending time with yourself? Be aware that numbing your feelings to escape is actually escaping yourself. And escaping an addiction often results in the destruction of yourself. Eventually, your escape from yourself can lead to the destruction or desire within you for any type of life at all. 
In addition to avoiding time with yourself, escape can often be our step to isolate ourselves from others. So I want to ask you, can you intentionally include others in those times when you need a distraction? Can you make those moments times to enhance your relationships with others? Can you turn it into a socially fun time with friends rather than always a time alone? Let's think of escape as a spice or seasoning that you add to your food. Another way to put a more positive spin on escape is to stop using these words. I need to escape or I need to get away. Can you begin to view these times as time where you need to get recharged? The same way we all need to recharge our cell phones. And the key here is when we recharge our cell phones, we need to plug them in. So how can you plug into your community of friends when you need to be recharged? Here's some suggestions of things that you can enjoy with your friends. You can escape through art, through music, out in nature, by serving others, through relationship, through fellowship. You can go to health and wellness retreats or weekend recovery retreats. You can find recovery groups that meet at coffee shops. Remember, the entertainment industry was created to provide an escape for its audience. So can you get involved with others watching movies or theater, television, video games, podcasts, YouTube? Now we've, with streaming, we have the freedom to binge our entertainment escape. Maybe for you, for you the escape involving others would involve professional sports. They allow us the opportunity to feel the part of something. We instantly have the feeling of camaraderie with fellow fans. We have something in common to talk about with someone whenever we see them wearing a t-shirt, hat, or scarf of our favorite team or our least favorite team. Fans share feelings and emotions like joy, sorrow, hope, frustration. At games, we get the chance to laugh, to cheer, to sing, to yell out loud, and do it surrounded by other people all doing the same. So you've got a lot of suggestions on how to be good at plugging positive escapes into your everyday life and how to build them into your community of fellowship. But how can we develop this as really a part of our lifestyle, part of who we are, our character? Well, I'd like to look at the characteristics of any good escape artist. You know, guys like Houdini. The first characteristic is strength. To be a good escape artist, you need strength. And by this, I mean, you've got to have the capacity to withstand great force or pressure. Recovery takes a lot of strength, 
and hopefully you begin to get stronger just through things like listening to this podcast and learning to apply things so that you have a good list of positive escapes. The second characteristic of a good escape artist is flexibility. By that I mean bending easily without breaking. The willingness to change or compromise. You see, around us, our circumstances will continue to change. The fact that we're clean and sober doesn't make life totally predictable and consistent. Are you willing and able to go with the flow? And do you have the courage to change the things that you can and to accept the things that you cannot? Third characteristic of a good escape artist is patience. And by this I mean the capacity to accept or tolerate delay. To accept or tolerate trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. Nobel Prize winning author Thomas Mann once wrote, War is only a cowardly escape from the problems of peace. Can you use positive escapes to manage your anger and tolerate frustrating situations before they blow up into a war inside of you. The fourth and final characteristic that I'm listing for good escape artists is tenacity. And by that I mean having a strong grip, knowing how to hold fast and develop that persistence. I'm reminded of a song entitled Hold On by Wilson Phillips. The lyrics say, I know there's pain, but don't you know, things can change if you hold on, hold on for one more day. In our recovery, we all need that ability to just hold on for one more day. In closing, I'd like to look at the song Escape by Rupert Holmes, which you may know as the Pina Colada song. It's a song about a couple who have grown tired of each other. The spark is out of their romance. They are feeling bored and they're looking for adventure. Listen to the lyrics as the man places an ad looking for someone new. I was tired of my old lady. We'd been together too long. Like a worn out recording of a favorite song. But me and my old lady had fallen into the same old dull routine. Well, surprisingly, when he places the ad, his wife responds anonymously, thinking she is meeting someone new. And she says, with a sense of urgency, I've got to meet you by tomorrow noon and cut through all this red tape at a bar called O'Malley's where we'll plan our escape. Well, the funny thing is, in the end, they both realize that they have more to offer each other than they ever communicated before. They understand that their marriage is not the thing they need to escape. They found a common ground where they also understand what was keeping them stuck. They had grown tired of enjoying the romance of their relationship and communicating with each other. 
So the closing challenge for each of us is that. Can you create the space to contemplate and process your feelings about your situations and circumstances? Can you plug into a community of fellowship which provides you healthy escapes? Remember the goal is not to escape yourself, but to escape the things that are keeping you stuck. Thanks for listening to this episode of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast. If you enjoy these podcasts, please share the link with your friends. And if you'd like to support our work with people caught in the snare of addiction, homelessness, or incarceration, please click on the support link in the episode's description. Your donation could change a life. Tune in Monday for our next episode. And as always, stay safe and stay strong. Thank you.